When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill After, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend The Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation.
Welcome, everyone, to In the Room. Uh, Papa Stro here. I'm, I'm filling in for Brady Hicks, who is uh, out and about this week, but he'll be back next week. So looking forward to catching up with Brady for sure. But welcome once again to In the Room, guys. Uh, great to have you guys with us, as always. And once again, we're joined by the lovely Kathy Fitzpatrick. So Kathy, how you doing? Good, guys. How are you guys doing? Wonderful, wonderful. Kathy, let, let's uh, and let's bring him in. Uh, Kevin and Patrick, welcome, welcome back, guys. How you doing? What's up, Papa Stro? Papa Stro, how you doing? I see. Oh, we, we did great. To- we did the thing where we talked at the same time. You go ahead, Hex. I got it in. I, I got you know, it's like an indie match. I got my stuff in. I'm ready to go. I said, "Hey, how you doing?" And uh, you go. <laughs> very good, very good. Well, it's me. It's me. It's HKB, the original Brady in wrestling radio, and I am pleased to once again be in the room with Papa Stro, Kathy, and the Hack. Everybody doing good tonight? I'm feeling good. Oh, doing great. Doing great, man. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm anxious to see uh, what Brady has to tell us when he returns next week, and he's, he's out and about traveling, and so, yeah. I have to see uh, I have well, it on good to... authority that he is ears deep in <laughs> cocaine and prostitutes. Oh my gosh, you're doing the, the small face thing, huh? <laughs> I mean, it's just how, how just... Las Vegas works. They hand it to you right as you get off the plane. <laughs> people are saying <laughs> I have inside sources. <laughs> kilos upon kilos of cocaine going right up Brady Hicks's nose. Hey, Kathy, have you ever had that experience in Vegas? <laughs> True story. My marriage does not have very many, like, hard and fast rules. One of them is I cannot mm-hmm. go to Las Vegas with the other man I am on the phone with. Ah. <laughs> uh-huh. You know, which, at a time, Kathy, are you there? there was a time where that was a good rule. <laughs> I mean, there was, there was definitely a time where that was, that was smart thinking on – on his lovely wife's part. Now I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm an older man now, and and my uh, appetites are not as what they used to be. Uh, so I think I would be safer. The ironic thing here is I have a self-imposed ban on Vegas because I don't gamble anymore. I I had a discovered I had a little bit of a gambling problem and I had to give it up. So now I. I have no and, desire to go to and, Las Vegas and, because and, and while and why and why we're discussing this, Kathy's been awkwardly silent. I'm sitting here. I don't know when I hear him saying he's older and I'm just curious, how old are you? Well I mean, you know, I'm not saying I'm an old man, I'm saying I'm older than I was. I'm you know, I'm no, four, I what am I? Forty one. Dude, get real, I'm sixty two. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just saying that when I was when I was 28, the idea okay. of being told you can't go to Vegas with that guy <laughs> is a good idea. I would have gotten him into so much trouble. Um, oh, I mean, there's no doubt in my mind we would have landed in jail. That's just who I was, you know, 13, 14 years ago. I'm not that person anymore. We grow and we shave and then we pretend we're our brother. It's how it works. Exactly. Oh, God. Wait, what? 
Oh, man. That, that is the dumbest goddamn angle I've seen in here. Oh, my God. It's so good. You're crazy. That's my favorite gimmick going on right now. It is I'm so sorry. dumb. It's amazing. The man needs to grow the beard back. There's just something he does not look right. <laughs> yeah, he looks like a really, like, uh, he looks very Greek without his beard. Yeah. I don't know why my first thought was that's that's a man that's a Greek man right there. Oh, that's a man who enjoys a Spanakopita. Brother of Elias. <laughs> yeah. Ezekiel. It's his brother. Yeah. They have a picture together. They sure do. <laughs> I just want a picture of you speaking of together. Speaking of ridiculous decisions to come out of uh the the Federation, um I heard, I should say, I read online that Pat McAfee, I don't know if he said on his podcast or if he was on someone else's podcast. So they bring Stone Cold back for the big Stone Cold thing in Stone Cold's backyard. And they tell Stone Cold he can't do his thing. What? What? <laughs> so apparently apparently Stone Cold was told that, you know, it's a, it's a kid's show now, so he can't flip the bird. And he oh got stopped goodness. in rehearsals. He got stopped in rehearsals a bunch of times by producers saying, no, 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 we can't do that anymore. We can't do that anymore. <laughs> that must have been an interesting I mean, conversation. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what the hell are you what? expecting? You're bringing back Stone Cold Steve Austin. The man is going to flip some birds. He's also going to crack open a beer. A lot oh, of beers. Which is what oh, is yeah. more dangerous to children? The middle finger or <laughs> underage drinking? That's saying no kid has ever <laughs> overdosed on giving the finger, and I've tried. <laughs> he catches yeah. beer a lot better than I do. <laughs> He's amazing. I can imagine doing this. You know how much pressure there is to catch a beer uh, at WrestleMania and just to have all the confidence in the world that you're bringing it down? Like, I mean, when you've done it as many times as he has. <laughs> I mean, the guy, the guy has had plenty of practice. You know they rehearsed that a few times in, in, uh, in the pre-show there, just having guys toss him beers on top ropes, making sure he's still – yeah, you got to get those, that muscle memory back. It's like, you know, you, yeah. you haven't played catch for a few years. you got to remember how to – what your motion feels like. Mm. I, I thought he was great. <laughs> I thought, it was oh, great. I thought he was spectacular. But the yeah. uh, the idea of the company saying, no, no, we're a PG company now, you can't flip the bird, was just, like, so fucking over-the-top bizarre for me. Uh, I mean, <laughs> but, like, when constant, Tony Khan said everybody was bots and didn't like AEW. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Once they got oh, the okay God. that they could, they could say shit on the air, they just they went for it. It, it just kept going. They went back to that well every time they could. Um, and that brings me to what I want to talk about. It's like telling can't dance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what I want to talk about is branding because uh, my wife's in marketing. I learn a lot about marketing. I learn how susceptible I am to marketing. And I've been thinking about the WWE pretty nonstop with their marketing. And Stone Cold's brand is so – just there. It's the middle finger. It's the beers. It's the skull. It's the glass. It's the black t-shirt and shorts. That whole thing comes together to bring, and that's his brand. And when he comes back, that brand is still there and it's identifiable with him. 
But what they've been doing for four plus years is building these brands in NXT and then throwing them out the window. It, it's like you would never make nacho cheese Doritos, nacho cheese Doritos, nacho cheese Doritos, and you're building your market, building your market, and then you switch them to nacho weed Doritos or, or something equally as stupid. Like it's a whole new Coke fiasco. Why build your brand so strongly to flip the script? They spent years building Pete Dunn as this monster force, and now he looks like an extra in Peaky Blinders. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a, that's a great point, Hack, and and it's funny. Yeah, I I don't know if it just has something to do with they're so used to changing a guy's gimmick once he gets to the quote unquote to the show because you know for for time immemorial it's been we're pulling a guy from you know either competition or or we're bringing a guy up through the indies, um, and and I I just don't think they realized that NXT was not. WWE minor leagues, it was just another extension of the same company. So, yeah, if you're going to bring guys up on that show, that would be like, you know, during the the, uh, the the deepest days of the brand split when guys did not go from show to show. You were either Raw or you were SmackDown, and that was it. That would be like bringing a new guy up on SmackDown, and he, you know, builds his character there for a year, and then the next year at the draft, he gets drafted over to Raw, and suddenly he's someone completely different. You know what? He kind of reminds me. He kind of reminds me of when they did a WrestleMania gangster entrance with John Cena and CM Punk was one of the gangsters in the entrance. <laughs> what do really? you recall that? Yeah, yeah. I, recall I that. remember it's that. Gang- uh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that entrance very well. I, I did not know that CM Punk was one of the gangsters. That's that's pretty great. Those are God, I love those ridiculous over the top entrances. They're so good. Better than yeah, the Butch the reminds me of that. Yeah. <laughs> Butch reminds yeah. me of the gangsters. It's just he took this talent and just stuck him in the background for no reason. And I was even thinking like Power Stroke, you know, people can talk about those things at WCW all they want, but your brand was so well defined. It was fantastic because it was so authentically what that character was. And, yeah, it's different from what you came up with, but nobody saw you on TV before you came up and came up with this gimmick. And I think they still think that NXT isn't televised like SCW was. So there was no problem with mm-hmm. John Cena being the prototype and then coming up as John Cena because nobody got used to and bought into the prototype before then. Right. I did. Well, yeah, you're right. I you love know, the prototype. Some some underground fans with the prototype that kept up with him. <laughs> Not only kept up with him, I told him when I met him that I loved him as the prototype. Yeah. Oh jeez. And he looked at me like yeah, I was no, no, nuts. Please. No, he looked at me. <laughs> I don't know. Wholeheartedly. Good. Thank you. I think he was a little confused at first. Uh, I think you. Doesn't great. take much. <laughs> I mean, he's the nicest guy in the world. It's like. He's just yeah. one of the I, – I hope nothing bad ever comes out about him. He seems like genuinely one of the best human beings on earth, and I hope he doesn't get mm-hmm. kicked up. Did, did you hear this? Yeah. Every time I snap my fingers, John Cena is granting <laughs> another Make-A-Wish. <laughs> that, that dude, you know, I could, I could never say anything. 
I used to rag on him because I thought his character was lame, but but as a man, I could never say anything bad about the guy, and and I hope it never comes out that I have to. Apparently, you know, it's really got to be a record. Is, record, like how many make a wishes yeah. he's done. It's got to be a record. Yeah. Oh, far and away, yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. I don't think anybody comes close. Um, and when he comes back, it's going to be the same brand. It's the same brand of Cena. It's going to be the, the Fruity Pebble colored shirt, the jorts or, or the camo shorts, and it's going to be, you know, the, the high-top sneakers, boots kind of deal. And that's John Cena's brand. It's not just the character. It's the whole kit and caboodle. Yeah. So is your point that they don't brand anyone anymore, or is this just a missed opportunities in NXT? They waste their time building a brand to then completely flip it on its head. It's not just a gimmick change. It's not just a tweak of the character. It's an entire dissection of who that person was. And all this time that I spent loving Chad Gable and buying American Alpha stuff, and then a few years that he's up and has a little bit of success, and then he's Shorty G. Mm. Uh, I'm sorry. Did, did you say Chad Gable is changing his gimmick? Is that what you said? No, I, I think it was talking about I, when he changed I'm... his name to Shorty G. Oh, okay. Yeah. He, uh, uh, I, oh, there, there he is again. Let me get him back on. God, he dropped out. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we love that. Welcome back. Welcome I, back. I, I, had a, I had checks mixed in my mouth, and I was about to crunch, and I went to hit mute, and I just had a brain fart and hit end. <laughs> <laughs> we just assumed you got angry and hung up in rage. I'm mad. I'm mad about Shorty G. No, I'm just. Yes. It, it just, every, every NXT seems like new coke. <laughs> no, that's fair, no, and, and you know, like I said, you uh, you make a good point, and it it doesn't make any sense for them to basically just waste waste those years. I mean, you know, everybody's got a finite number of years on their career, and if you spend ten years of your career under the employee of WWE, and for three of those years you're in NXT turning out to have what is basically wasted time because they're going to completely rebrand you when you make it to the main roster, then, yeah, I mean, that's, uh, you know, that's, that's money you could have been making on these guys for longer. Mm-hmm. Now, now, some, now some uh-huh. people that get rebranded, you, you kind of halfway understand, but there's, there's others that you're, like, scratching your head, like, you know, why? <laughs> well, I mean, sure, some guys suck. They need a rebrand. I mean, you know. Right. Sometimes you get saddled with a character and it's a complete disaster. You got to do something different, you know, like Elias. Oh, now, now, come on, man! They screwed that up. He <laughs> looks like crap. <laughs> I, I'm with Kathy. I think they screwed up Elias. They had this huge thing built for him. Uh, man, the crowd was hot every time with the walk with Elias. They took this gimmick that was terrible in NXT. The best part was Corey Graves dunking on it all the time and made it this <laughs> compelling character. And I think a lot of times what happens is I feel like creative, and read that as Vince McMahon, get unhappy with people's ability to put themselves over. I think we saw it with Zack Ryder. I think we saw it with yep. Elias. I think we, well, Enzo and Cass had other issues, but I feel like there is almost 
you can't get over unless you get over the way that I want you to get over. Well, sure. I mean, that's uh, I mean, that's like a textbook uh, megalomaniac there. I mean, you know, Vince, Vince only wants you to get over under his plan. He, you know, when when you know the smarter man would say, well, however you're getting over, as long as you're selling merchandise, I'm making money off of it. But there's just something about Vince's ego that he's only interested in you getting over, you know, doing what he said you should be doing. Speaking of Vince, you hear what he did with Theory? Just calling him Theory now, just dropping the whole Austin thing. Well, you can't have two Austins. People, people are simple, Papa Stro. They they can't deal with people <laughs> with multiple names. That, that are alike, even though at one point in time, I think every championship holder for the WWE was a Chris. I think Masters had the Intercontinental, Jericho and Benoit were in there. And sure, they have last names, <laughs> which you can then call them Chris or Masters or Chris or Benoit or Chris and, or Jericho. I mean, it, it's good that I'm not saying the same name over and over again. When I used to do commentary, I hated people with one name and only wanted to go by one name. Like, I need other things to say. So, you know, we got you. We got Papa Stro. We got Stro. We got the Maestro. And when, you know, we're dealing with somebody who's just theory, every single thing you're going to say is going to be theory with a drop kick, theory with an arm drag, theory didn't also, suffer theory. from getting me too. Oh, sorry. <laughs> theory is a terrible name, too. Like, if you're going to go with a, if you're going to go with a one name, you know, a, if you're going to go with a mononym, Theory is not the one I choose. Postulate? <laughs> proof. <laughs> Call him proof. That's hmm. actually good. I like that. Proof will be a good name. Yeah. Now he's got to. Now he's got to be a proven theory. No pun intended. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> That was bad, Stro. That was bad. <laughs> it was, was pretty, pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of guys who uh, who got got me too, um, who was the uh, jackass that got fired this week? Oh, one half of the MS tag. Yeah. Yeah. The tag champ. Yeah. Yeah. Who? And you know, while I'm not going to complain about the fact that the guy gets fired for. You know, wearing a Hitler mustache and, and throwing his arm up in the air, he should get fired for that. He should have already been fired for beating his wife. I mean, Damn. I feel and like I we're... I'm good friends with his wife. Oh. So oh, oh. you don't oh. think she was making it up then, like like half the internet claims now? I saw the pictures. Yeah, I mean, so oh. I. I mean it's, you know, it's absurd. Yeah. These, these you know... These simple wrestling fans on the internet, to, to borrow Hackett's uh, phrase, half of these people after saying, oh, she made it up, she's trying to railroad his career. What the fuck is wrong with people? A lot. Oh, man. A lot. So I'm just I'm just getting around to, uh, to, to checking out Ciampa's entrance, and, man, that is how you keep branding going. Although I do believe he's going to lose Tommaso because I see his entrance and I see just Ciampa and now he's just going to be a character for Mario. I'm afraid you might be <laughs> right on that one. I'm afraid. Yeah. I'm so afraid for him, man. Honestly, no. Like, he can do everything. He can bring back Thomas Penmanship. Thomas Penmanship was an amazing gimmick that he did. 
Uh, got mm-hmm. over everywhere he went. I'm just, uh, I'm hoping this leads Gargano back to WWE. I would love to see them get a Mania match, just like I'm still waiting for Zayn and, and Owens to have theirs, you know? Yeah, hope so. They've never paid off the uh, the big WrestleMania match. Those guys have been feuding since the crib, haven't they? <laughs> oh, yeah. I they have. I could have missed it. The, the, when we were talking about WrestleMania uh, the leading up to it, I realized how many WrestleManias I have zero le- recollection of. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Although I did say there was, I, it was a lot of fun as, as I was going back uh, pre-WrestleMania, just kind of, you know, checking in on some of the older shows, just skipping around, seeing what kind of matches there were. I think it was uh, WrestleMania 13 that I clicked on, um, and, and I'm watching it, and that was uh, that was Austin versus Brett, right? It might have been. I think that was, mm-hmm. I think that was an yeah. Austin versus Brett. So I'm watching that match, and I'm pretty sure it was 13. And there's this great moment where they're brawling in the crowd, and there's a dude. Now, this this just brought back some great memories. There's a dude with this huge banner uh, trying with the, with the contact information for RF video. And I just kept thinking about all the shoot <laughs> videos that I had. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dave, Dave and I did, did have a WrestleMania match. It was at 37, which is a WrestleMania I did not pay attention to. Uh, also featuring an appearance by Logan Paul. So there's that. Yeah, that was last year, right? 37? Oh, I guess so. Yeah, look at that. 2020, yeah. Oh, my God. You know, I, thought, I thought Logan Paul was, you know, I, I know that you guys did the WrestleMania show last week. I was wrong, but I thought Logan Paul was surprisingly not terrible. Nah, not bad at all. I, I, love it. I, usually, I usually don't go in for the celebrity matches because, you know, look, the celebrities can't work, and I'm kind of nine times out of ten, I'm, I'm tuning in for – you know, a good match at WrestleMania, more than just the spectacle. That's not what brings me in. And, and you know, oftentimes those matches are disasters. I got to say, I mean, the guy held his own in there. And, and, you know, I'm sure a lot of that was The Miz and Ray carrying him, but he didn't embarrass himself. Bad Buddy with his last go-around in the Rumble wasn't terrible either. I mean, and I mean, you know, Johnny before. Knoxville was just doing. Johnny Knoxville was just out there doing Johnny Knoxville, so you know that was that was fine. Yeah, at least he was entertaining. Johnny. Yeah, the, my <laughs> only gripe about that match is they botched the finish. You know, if they hadn't botched the finish, yeah. if they hadn't like you know tripped over the mouse trap or whatever, I think it would have been just oh, a lot cleaner. Mouse trap, but, yeah. Was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, there's there's time and a place for that silliness, and I like it. I like it in small extent. I like it when it's it's used right. Right, which is why I mean, I think the time and place for the silliness is like a like a one off. I, I just I, I feel like the silliness has a hard time holding up for an extended uh, extended gimmick, and, and you know the whole how long can you ride. Elias slash Ezekiel before it pays off with what? I mean, what's the payoff to that? Uh, Elias versus Ezekiel, obviously, which is my biggest hope. Uh, that would be that great. He actually has a brother somewhere <laughs> in this we get. 
You do a you do a Paul Walker Fast and the Furious. You uh, you bring his brother in and just yeah, superimpose yeah, exactly, his face. Exactly, you got it. It could be one of those uh, one of those pre-produced matches that they do at WrestleMania occasionally, right? Yeah. Oh man, that's actually brilliant. Uh, uh one of those cinematic matches with Elias versus Ezekiel. I mean, I don't know that they have the effects budget to do it. But it would be a pretty great way to – that would be a pretty huge payoff for that gimmick if you could have that, you know, as a curtain jerk on a pay-per-view. That'll be WrestleMania next year, Elias versus Ezekiel. <laughs> In the main event, Elias oh, and Ezekiel tie at the Royal Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. If he could, if he could come out – as he could do that if he they keep him off TV, headed up to the Rumble, grows the beard back, <laughs> comes out as Elias, later shaves it, comes out as Ezekiel. <laughs> the possibilities are endless, and I want to see them. I need some silliness. I was like the, I wa- it's like the year when uh, the year at the Rumble when Foley came out in all four gimmicks. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Model Foley's better boy. Uh, <laughs> and Kevin Owens going to I, Elias is like, that's not you. That's a, that's a Zico. That's not really you, Elias. <laughs> and my favorite part is Kevin Owens being like, no one's falling for this. Why are you believing him? He's the, the audience <laughs> surrogate, and it's great. <laughs> Owens sells it to a T. Oh, my God. He's great. Well, then Owens, <laughs> Owens gives him, like, to the count of three, like something terrible is going to happen, and he hits three, and he's the one that leaves. <laughs> now, that oh, was, man. as dumb as the gimmick is, is as great as I think Owens was against the gimmick. I thought he, he was just, he sold it perfectly. Yeah, he's, he, he, I think he's getting his due as an all-timer. Um, I was surprised when he signed with WWE, and I've been very happy with, for the most part, how he's been treated. Um, he's had his ups and downs, but they've mostly treated him as the kind of force. Um, I kind of wish they got more from Joe, but, uh, I mean, Joe's, Joe's going on to have dream matches in AEW now. So, uh, to- tomorrow night, yeah. uh, I mean, if you're not watching live, you got to set your DVR for that ridiculous card. It's pretty What's tough. Up? What's up with the highlights tomorrow night? <laughs> All right, let me see here. Tomorrow night. Now, this is free TV. This is just on TNT. You know, you just go and crazy. plug it in and watch it. <laughs> and I am being – all right, so we got Suzuki that was, versus – By the way, for the, for for the, the amateurs show. listening, that was that was Hag vamping for time while he found the card yeah. online. Yeah. Well done. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks. Um, we have Suzuki versus Joe for the Ring of Honor Television Championship. Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland against Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs from Team Taz. Penta and CM Punk, which I would pay money to see. Uh, wow. You got the the trios match with the inner circle breaking up. Eddie Kingston, Santana and Ortiz, Jericho, Jake Hager, and, and Daniel Garcia. Um, MJF nice. and, and Captain Sean Dean. I don't know who Sean Dean is. And then uh, – Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus versus Team Red Dragon. So there's there's a lot Ooh. a lot going on there. Damn, that is a hell of a card. I know, it's amazing. I mean, Joe versus Suzuki could sell out tons of buildings, and I'm I'm excited because Kevin and I, huge TNA fans back in the day. I mean, what did we go to three pay per views in one year? 
Yeah. And, like, I always, always loved Joe. I, I just thought he was one of the best. I saw him in an amazing match at Ring of Honor. I think it was against Punk mm-hmm. in uh, Woodbridge, Connecticut, where they spilled out into the crowd, and I thought Punk was going to fight the crowd. Um, it's just, mm-hmm. and he's such a talented guy, and I think he got the, he got the poop end of the stick because he's one of Tripp's boys, and I think Vince was kind of clearing all that out. What a time to be a wrestler. Yeah, it's fan. really a shame because tomorrow night. Yeah, then. when I when I think of <laughs> when I think of the talent that I've seen in person, and and specifically when I think of the talent that I've seen in like small venues, yeah. I mean some of these guys, the fact that they didn't become the absolute biggest name in the industry blows my mind. I mean, you know, Daniel Bryan, sure. I mean, he, you know, he, he was definitely at the, the highest height that you could reach, but, but I mean, you know, again, Joe, AJ Styles, um, CM Punk, you know, guys, well, Punk again, but Punk, all right. So we'll, we'll go with Punk and Daniels did it. But some of these other guys that Joe and AJ were never like the biggest names in the industry blows my mind. Cause those guys have just, so much talent. Absolutely. Absolutely. Gosh, I mean, I can't believe we're getting all this for free tomorrow night. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, yeah I am, uh, I'm actually setting my DVR as we speak. Good, good, good. Yeah. That's awesome. Tony Khan needs that money for all the Jaguars players he's cutting, so... <laughs> I mean, he still owes uh, he still owes Urban Meyer four years on that uh, contract. I think, right? <laughs> is it be able to get out it, of that? Is it XFL no, starting? No, you shouldn't. Too? When when you uh, XFL is next year. Yeah. Next year, okay. XFL kicks up next year. The USFL starts in a couple of weeks. USFL, that's right, that's right. I heard there was some controversy about the logo. The XFL, yeah. uh, when the Olympians were saying that it it was like re- the, it resembled one of their brands. apparently, yeah, the, right. The, the, so it's Sue Bird's company, to, right? Yeah, Sue Bird and Megan Rapinoe. Yeah. Mm. Um, the exceptional. I mean, the X is similar, but it's different. It honestly, the XFL looks like a digital alarm clock, like those old ones that were like segmented. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, now the XFL is going to be like uh, is is directly connected to the NFL though, right? Because they've got a, a deal where they're going to test out new rules in there. Yep, yep. It's kind of like mm. a hybrid minor league deal. Um, the USFL is playing straight up NFL rules. So. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> With. With a host of guys you've never heard of. <laughs> True story. Oh my goodness! That's, that's the thing. Like people always say, people always say they want these, you know, these year-round leagues, or they want uh, they want the they want to watch football every week. And it's like, all right, dude, fine. You want to watch football every week? Here's a bunch of guys that if they weren't doing this for eight weeks, they'll probably be bagging groceries somewhere. So, is this what you want to watch? This is this is where you really have to give credit and and you know it's it, it pains me to give Vince credit for this because it comes with the knowledge that he did this by by working guys like absolute animals but to be able to put on 
the the show that they put on without an off season, I don't think that gets nearly enough credit. Yeah. Mhm. I you know I wish they kind of yeah. did have, have an off season. Um, I when so <laughs> well I'll give you a quick story time. I um was with some friends and I you know came into a large sum of money and I was thinking about opening my own independent promotion. And one of the things that we were going to do is because it's so unpredictable here in New England, the winter weather, is that we were going to have an off season. We were going to finish big in, like, early November and take November, December, January, February, come back in March. Uh, so that mm-hmm. was one of our ideas is to run it like a season and have, like, a season champion and stats and, and combined uh, fantasy sports in there. Um, ultimately, my two partners – did end up launching it. Um, I backed out because I think they were putting the cart before the horse a little bit, but uh, I still think that's a viable thing, and I think it actually increases eyeballs. Uh, and imagine if you're pushing promos in the off season of people who will be debuting this year, like Rookie of the Year. I, I think if we're going to call it sports entertainment, let's lean into the sport. Well, I mean, they've already leaned nice. away from the sport and into the <laughs> entertainment. That was the whole. Yeah. That was the whole point. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I just feel yeah, like that would be nice. I, I, Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> and it would save people. You know, I mean, maybe somebody comes. I don't know. I feel like there's just so much that we could be doing that we're seeing a little bit with AEW, and we're seeing honestly a little bit. I was thinking about control your narrative. And after I clowned on it, I, you know, saw an interview with EC3 when he's like, yeah, with one simple post, I made the three most common overused indie moves so important because eventually somebody's going to bust them out and it's going to be like, he used the super kick. It's like when the pile driver used to be illegal. I think there's, there's something. Yeah. Um, Competition breeds innovation, you know? So I'd like to see some innovations in, in wrestling, especially in the WWE. Uh, it just it feels very stale right now to me. It's the same people at the top of the card. It's the same matches. It's, okay, the brand split isn't working again. We're going to unify all the titles for a bit. No, I, I, don't, uh, I don't disagree with you, Hack. I just don't know that... Uh... I could ever see them adopting a period where they where they had seasons. Unless, and, and this would be kind of cool, I think. But but in order to do it, you would be basically shutting down a revenue stream. So that's why it'll never happen. But if you did it where it was like six months of Raw and then six months of SmackDown, like you know, just, oh, just yeah. you could you could still run your program year round, but you would just basically be giving guys six months hiatus every year and everyone all at the same time. So it's not like, you know, it's, it's not as if you were at the top of the card and then you had to go sit out for two months cause you were injured or whatever. And now you have to try and win back some of that heat. Maybe you were a guy getting there for the first time and now someone else has taken your spot. If everybody's starting at the same time, you, you don't, uh, you don't run that risk. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Do a little mm-hmm. bit of uh SmackDown, a little bit of Raw, you know, you build your brand, they're taking time off. I'm all about saving the uh, the, the people in the back, you know. Let's let's start making life better for workers and making it like a, a real viable career 
instead of like a lifestyle. You know, I think I learned a lot. Well, I mean, we have Bob Evans on here. I mean, part of that too, heck, is in this day and age with the amount of money that Vince makes off of his TV deals, specifically, you know, the uh, the Peacock deal, and then, you know, I, I guess it's all just the Peacock deal, right? And it's, it's buried out into the uh, the other networks because USA yeah. is owned by uh, Comcast. So, I mean, in this day and age, with all the money he gets from TV money, there's really no reason to run house shows. That's true. Yeah. I mean, house shows, yes, there is a revenue stream there, but it's not a make or break with with the, the level that they're at. So, I mean, you could basically accomplish two goals because we all know how my feelings are on less is more. So you could make it a bigger event when these guys come to town and you're not literally working guys to death. Just just let me in the room, Vince, just for a little bit. You can beat me up afterwards. <laughs> now, Stro, you've, you've been, you know, backstage on the road, you know, in, in front of the camera, behind it. Uh, what would the feeling be in general if if house shows went away? I mean, would guys value the time off or would they, you know, is there a feeling that, you know, that's kind of what keeps you sharp? You tell me. Well, it's a little bit of both. Um, you know, a lot of us use the house shows to kind of fine-tune ourselves for TV, more or less, and you know, but if you, even unless you're in a situation where you really didn't need the, in, the residual income from house shows to profit company and companies like do extremely well in other avenues, then you know I, I could see that point too, where it just uh, just relied pretty much on the marketing of the product and uh, just use use the TV tapes as pretty much a stronghold going forward. So I mean, it it, it all depends the situation. So what was the contract structure like at WCW? Like when you signed a deal, were you getting paid every week regardless, or are you getting paid less if you're not on the show? How, how was how did that all work? Well, certain guys, you know, had different deals. Like uh, believe it or not, it, it, certain guys were getting paid so much per day, whether they uh, worked or not, right? So that was, that was you know good for them. And there was other, uh, you know, there was like. Uh, Others where they just get annual income, like contractually, you know, per year per se, uh, and they and they would get uh, like royalties off the merchandise, uh, games, uh, you know, pay per view events, you know, what have you. You know, it just depending on what kind of deal you struck with the company. So those are just some of the deals that were offered. And then, heck, at one time we had our own credit card. <laughs> Literally had our own credit card with our likeness. <laughs> Believe it or not, we can use. Yeah, it was pretty wild. That's fantastic. Yeah, I think um, that's kind of where, like, the the performance center comes into play. I mean, it doesn't have to be televised. I think that's the whole point that I'm making is that there's practice and there's fine-tuning and there's developing stuff. And sometimes it's great to have a crowd there to see how it pops, to see how it works in front of a crowd. But... Mm -hmm. I just feel like you're diluting your own brand by putting that on TV and, uh, you know, not really following through. 
But it's like you were saying well, earlier, uh, merchandise, merchandising and branding were pretty much the big money makers. That's for, for, for both companies, for WWE and WCW at the time. And that's how a lot of guys, you know, yeah. really made a really huge income. Yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking about that. So, Kevin's so basically about exactly this. as it is on the indie shows. You know, when, sorry, yeah. brother, the house is late. You're not getting your check, but maybe you sold a couple of t-shirts. Uh-huh. Go out, no next to hot dog and a coke. <laughs> yeah. uh, one of the fans made cookies uh, there in the back. Yeah. Um, Go mom. Think about what you said, Kevin. Is like, <laughs> could you imagine the height of not seeing Roman Reigns for six months? It'd be like. This price, it's SmackDown season, and you get like a highlight reel of him like drilling people with Superman punches, and like Roman Reigns returns. Oh, that's dope. That's a great idea. No, I mean that's uh, that, that's. I mean, you can look at it every time the Undertaker would go away for like four months, like when he was gonna come back. Yes, and, you know, granted. And for everything else. You know, when he was going to come back, it was like the biggest event. It's like, oh, wait, watch Raw in two more weeks, and the Undertaker's going to come back. You know, they had you frothing at the mouth for it. Yeah, you're right. You could sell that over the course of, you know, six months. And, you know, let's say Roman is on Raw, and Raw is in their offseason. Now, Raw is like four weeks away. SmackDown's getting into the end of their season. They're promoting what's coming on Raw while at the same time selling their own finale. Now that, you know, I think that could work. I think it could be pretty cool. I'm actually getting excited over it right here. Yeah, no, I like it. I like it. We're 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 working through it. I just need another game show to come around, give me a large sum of money, and uh, you know we'll get that get that underway. And does the game show have a title yet? Uh, no, I just need them. I don't care which one it is. Uh, just give me your money. Just put me on. I'm entertaining. Um, <laughs> yeah. And give me your money again. Yeah. Yes. I, I run out of money. <laughs> give me more money. Money, please. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So I can use it to so Kevin and I and my friends that I worked with before can start our own indie with an off season. Nice. Oh. Sorry about that, guys. I, uh, I lost you there for a minute. That's right. We were just saying really bad things about you the whole time. It was uh, I told yeah, you all of your darkest secrets. <laughs> just oh, let him in on everything. How you snore like a muppet? I deny everything. <laughs> deny, deny, deny. Uh, I I think that's what I'm missing from from wrestling now that I think about it. The more I think about it, I just miss the anticipation. There's no more surprises. Everything we know is going to happen. Like, promos. Yeah, it really really did suck. It really did suck that uh, Cody was the worst kept secret in, in the industry. It would have been as exciting as it was when his, you know, his music hit, and you finally realized when the logo flashed up on the screen what that music was. Um, 
you know, that that was cool, don't get me wrong. But, I mean, I just thought about, as I was watching it, like how much cooler it would have been if it was someone that you just never would have expected. It was like, um, what was it, WrestleMania 7? No. Um, it was Triple H's debut. Uh, WrestleMania 14, maybe? Uh, against Ultimate Warrior? Yeah. Wasn't that a surprise? I feel like that was a surprise, right? That was not an announced match. I think you might be right. I don't know. Yeah, so, I mean, the idea of, like, someone like... <laughs> Who's that? No, no. See, what it, you know what been funny? Right before Cody came out, our <laughs> truth Yes. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> it's like... Oh, oops, my bad. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's not it's not me. <laughs> oh my god. I, I love it when you used to do that though. Oh my god. That's a guy who <laughs> knows his brand and and has played into it every time and, and man that's a talent. I can't wait for his Hall of Fame speech because he needs to be in the Hall of Fame. He's amazing. Uh, it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> Man, that's another thing that would be amazing if yeah. they surprised us. Uh-huh. You, you didn't know oh, what yeah. the Hall of Fame was a big surprise? Yeah. Like, they did a reveal. I think I just like oh, surprises, yeah. guys, which is, which is funny because I've, I've never, ever wanted a surprise party in my life. But I think I like surprises. <laughs> it would be really cool if they ever do induct our truth in the Hall of Fame, have John Cena be the guy to induct him. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be that'd be great because he's always talking about how John Cena was always his hero, you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised he uh, wasn't around WrestleMania weekend at all. I would expect at least an appearance. Yeah, me too. From Cena? Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess maybe, like you were saying, Kev, uh, they're PG now, and we can't really bring out Peacemaker, because no child should watch that show. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think I think every child should watch that show, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, nothing about his career. Uh, like it's funny, he was he was the most when he when he first went face and he dropped the rapper gimmick. He from that point on was the most white bread, clean yeah. character that they had. That you know you could sit in a sit a nine year old in front of and say, "Here's your super baby face." But in his post wrestling mm-hmm. career, he has not. Uh, it's not like he's making family friendly movies. No, no, and and. He's amazing in them. Like, even the really bad ones, like uh, Cockblockers, he is fantastic in it. Oh, I like Cockblockers. I thought he was actually oh, really yeah. good I, in that. Listen, I like it, too. It doesn't mean it's not a bad movie. Good, bad movie, bad movie. I just watched him in Fast 9, too. He's. I think he's great in Fast 9. You know, it's when he... Mm-hmm. He, he stumbled early. He really stumbled out of the blocks with the Marine and 12 rounds. Like, he – I don't think he knew who he was as an actor yet at that point. But at some point, yeah. he made the decision to just 
fuck it, I'm John Cena, and that's how I'm going to play everything. And it was brilliant. Mm-hmm. I think uh, his best role was playing Dolph Ziggler in Trainwreck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like even no no big Dave or anything. It felt it felt very lackluster. I mean, we only had like a, a little bit of trips and a little bit of, of Stephanie. I always feel like there's some people that should. Be I mean, you had Stone Cold WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. You had Stone Cold and you had the Undertaker, even though not in character. But you still well, did have the moment out. of the Undertaker's music hitting. That's that's specifically who I thought should have been. That's specifically who I thought should have been the Roman Reigns match. Especially once all the talk was, oh, it's definitely going to be Cody, it's going to be Cody, da 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 If the lights had gone down and that bell had toned, uh, the, the roof would have come off of that place. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Even if it, it just Gosh, was for, like, Cody uh, to come out afterwards? Yes. Can, can you imagine if if Brady was suggesting that can you imagine if Shane McMahon was the guy to come out to face Russell? Yes, I can. <laughs> and it would have been fantastic. <laughs> oh man. The place would have lost its there might have been a riot. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely think it would have been great to just the misdirect is what that, that whole gimmick needed. As great as it was to see Cody come back and his his promo the next day on, on Raw was, you know, it was, it was heartfelt, it was great. Um, to have someone just completely blow your mind when you were so sure it was going to be this one thing and just have it be someone else would have been fantastic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, come on, Vince, Vince McMahon is nothing if not a heel. He should have definitely been trying to put it to these fans. Yeah. Oh man, that would have been amazing. <laughs> Speaking of Vince, um, so when when he took that stunner, did he just forget how you do that? <laughs> yeah, we talked about that before you were on. It was. Has anyone on earth? Has anyone on earth taken the stunner more than Vince McMahon? Rocky, maybe. I think Rocky, right. maybe. Maybe Rocky. But I think Vince has, <laughs> Vince has had, if not the most, the second most stunner in his life, and to completely yeah. just what forget what he was supposed to do, he is yeah. clearly becoming a very old man. This show where Mick Foley was watching that and was just he couldn't talk, he was he couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> he just, <laughs> <laughs> the best just is, is Austin's response is just like yeah whatever, <laughs> just kept going. <laughs> I've literally seen one in my life. I, I remember seeing one stunner taken worse than that, and that was uh, when when he stunned Donald Trump. Which, by the way, if Donald Trump's inability to sell a Stone Cold stunner wasn't enough to tell you that you shouldn't vote for him, then I don't know what is. I mean, Vince told us all we needed to know in in his promos leading up to it. Um, but, uh, <laughs> 
to, to keep <laughs> to keep Brady Hicks from firing the two of us. Um, I uh, <laughs> I just I, I had this thought today. We're talking about the McMahon family and everything, and, and the big news is Shane McMahon's son committed to go play college football. And I was like, what does Shane call? What does Shane's kid call Triple H? Is he Uncle Trips? Is he Uncle Paul? I just <laughs> I was struck by this for about 15 minutes before I came up here. I'm like, what does oh, he no. call him? Actually, Hunter insists on being called Uncle King of Kings. <laughs> uh, I just wish when he, he was young, little, little Declan McMahon was young, Uncle Trips comes in the room and it's time to play the game. Tag you it. <laughs> These are the thoughts that go through my head when I have five minutes to think. It's like, what? oh, God, I'm so dumb. I mean, I got you know, Trips is a guy that you, you've got to admire, Trips. There are a few men in this world that would have, you know, the balls to steal the gimmick of Jesus Christ. That's <laughs> true. Uh, I've seen it so many times in the indies. In two companies I've worked for, we had people doing Jesus gimmick. Yeah, but I mean, to mm. steal Jesus' gimmick and call yourself like the king, king of kings, like, that's, that's his gimmick. That is some gimmick infringement there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, every every indie company in the world has had a, a messiah at some point or another. Didn't Vince try it briefly? Weren't they going with a messiah? Was it Shawn Michaels an angel at one time? Remember that entrance he did with the Undertaker? He was like oh, an angel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. It was very <laughs> angelic. I never put that together. I just thought it was like Sean being Sean. Um, like, wasn't that Mordecai guy supposed to be Jesus at some point? Oh, what Mordecai, I mean, yeah. Mordecai, yeah. All the time. He's a great guy. Mm-hmm. I thought he was more supposed to be like the, the right hand of death. I thought that was kind of like his, his deal. Didn't, didn't, I said they were selling him as like the vampire, Messiah. Damian Dorn. He was a vampire and he did like the WWE brand ECW. Damian oh, yeah, Dorn. Kevin Thorne, yeah. Kevin Thorne. Yeah, Kevin you Thorne, had him it, and yeah. uh, um, Shelly Martinez. That was a great game. Right. That was a lot of fun. Ariel, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There was – I there's, there's something to be said for gimmicks. I'm tired of everybody just being a person. I – I, I need a little more. No, oh, we've, we've said more. before. I used to love when yeah. everyone had a job. I don't need that, but I need I need more. I need more personality. <laughs> oh no, I need that. I, I want more Duke the Dumpster Drosies and less Elias. T.L. Hopper. It's like Christopher Walken. Yeah, give me. I need. I got a favor for the flavor of a cowbell. Need more cowbell. Oh my God! You know, I need the guy that got thrown out of hockey for being too tough. Like these are the guys that I need. <laughs> yeah. I do, you I want do silly gimmicks? Those are the silly. I want the wrestling clown. I want Doink the clown. Just, just give me that shit. I I love that shit. Um, I, I miss Doink. What? <laughs> Evil Doink was so scary as a child. I, I yes. probably need to unpack that with a therapist. No, that was, I mean, when Doink first debuted as an evil clown, that is game-changing to me. That was brilliant. I love that gimmick so much. 
you know, they made him a face, they made him kind of a punchline after that, but, but the evil clown gimmick and just completely committing to it was, was spectacular. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But again, more wrestling garbage men. Because I love oh, trying to work out in my mind how they, you know, they did their garbage route in the morning and then flew halfway across the country to wrestle Shawn Michaels. Like, those were the things <laughs> yes. that, that I used to love thinking about. Yes. Heck, the Repo Man was joke. a hero one time. Here? <laughs> I used to love the Repo Man. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, like, it's the Repo Man who would, like, you know, Hey, here's me stealing cars. Like, why are you wearing a costume, dude? Just a repo car. I love that shit. I loved it so much. Yeah. I love yeah. thinking about IRS doing someone's taxes. <laughs> like, yeah. all right. like but, but, but during the day, he's filling out a 1094A, and then at night, he's wrestling Virgil. All right. Before <laughs> you and I leave, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave with, with this thought. Okay, wrestlers that have jobs, and add the 24-7 rule into it. Oh, it's even better. Yes. <laughs> Sitting down at H&R Block, and here comes our truth rolling up IRS for the, for the 24-7 <laughs> title. That is goddamn brilliant. Nice. Vince, you, you, you have enough of my friends over there. One of them has my number. <laughs> Give me a call. We can work this out. <laughs> I'll apologize. I'll, I'll join the kiss my ass club. I am the biggest sellout you'll ever meet. I have no morals or standards when it comes to money. Come on, Vince. <laughs> oh, uh, on that note, Papa Stro, uh, I think Kevin and I are going to take off and, and leave you to all the wonderful yes, fans here in the room. Oh, yeah. Yeah, thank you guys so much, man. And, it's been a blast. Hey, no problem. Yeah, we'll be back pleasure. next week, man. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I hope you guys have a good right. rest of the week. Right, you too, cheers. Uh, all right, you guys take care. Yeah, that was uh, Kevin and Patrick. Uh, they're, oh, they're awesome. They're great, man. Uh, I am already can't wait to have them with us next week. Uh, we're going to um, sit tight, guys. We're going to have a commercial break. When we come back, uh, we'll be taking calls and uh, talk more wrestling here. Uh, just a reminder, you can call in any time during tonight's uh, live in the room podcast at 914-338-1885. And uh, let it get your thoughts. And uh, shout out to Brady Hicks. Uh, he'll be back next week. And uh, uh, thank you, Kathy Fitzpatrick, always for, for calling in. But uh, once again, call in any time you want to in tonight's live in the room podcast, 914-338-1885. And we'll take a quick commercial break, and we'll come back. We'll take more callers and talk wrestling right here in the end of the room. So stick with us. This is a slick to the Doctor of Style, and you're listening to VOC Nation. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you know Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. 
wrestling with history, the voice of choice, and killer can resonate. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have cried? Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Dylan, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. On Wrestling With Problems, we deal with two things, wrestling and problems. On the wrestling side, we cover the major fads as well as the indies. As far as problems go, we cover our problems, American problems, and world problems. Sometimes the problems are even related to wrestling. Every week, comedian King David Lane and wrestler, promoter Chris Best discuss the best and especially the worst in the world of wrestling with a heaping dose of comedy. Check us out live on VLCNation.com or on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro, talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, VOCNation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Stein with the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs, yeah, you get, get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Welcome back to In The Room. Papa Stro here. Great to be with you guys. And tonight's pretty much open forum night. Uh, you think it's talking wrestling plus so much more right here in In The Room. And if you'd like to call in any time during tonight's live In The Room podcast, you can do so by calling in at 914-338-1885. Once again, that number is 914-338-1885. And let me get your feedback. Uh and just a reminder, uh, but this Thursday night, uh, WCW Retro, hosted by Yus Truly Papa Stroh at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on VOCNation.com, WCW Retro. Uh, we'll be discussing what-if scenarios in pro wrestling. So if you have a favorite what-if scenario you would like to share with us, please call in Thursday night for WCW Retro. It should be a lot of fun. And then this Friday night at midnight Eastern Standard Time, uh, my horror sci-fi show, The Stroh Zone, will be on uh, my official Facebook page 
uh, which is facebook.com slash Stro the Maestro. And this Friday night's feature will be The Bat, starring Vincent Price. So please tune in for that. And then Saturday, uh, yours truly, Papa Stro, is going to be doing doing commentary for the Shockwave Wrestling Entertainment event being handled at the Craven County Fairgrounds in New Bern, North Carolina. Uh, bell time is 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And for more information, go to shockwavewrestling.com or go to Shockwave Wrestling Entertainment on Facebook for more information. So even New Bern, North Carolina, Eric, come check us out this Saturday night for Shockwave Wrestling. And with that... Tonight, uh, in the room, man, it's pretty much open open forum, talking wrestling, but so much more. We've uh, already had some great discussions thus far. Uh, let's see. we get the callers here. Uh, I think this is try Tor and see how Tor is doing. See what she's up to. Tor, how are you, you doing? Welcome back. Put down on it. Count to ten and let it go. And a few seconds later, do it again. Oh. Okay, well, Tori seems to be pretty occupied at the time. But, uh, yeah, once again, if you guys like to uh, call in anytime tonight during the live, live in the room podcast, you can do so at 914 338 1885. Yeah, uh, a lot of stuff going on in the wrestling world. Uh, tomorrow night, of course, is the AW Dynamite show with um, a huge card on hand. We were just talking about some of the matches earlier. Uh, pretty solid. And I can't believe a lot of these matches are, you know, free television. That's pretty wild. Uh, Suzuki and uh, Joe, Samoa Joe. Uh, we got the Red Dragons and uh, the Jurassic Express for the AEW Tag Team Championship, I believe. Um, the Jericho Appreciation Society against uh, Eddie Kingston, Santana, and Ortiz. Um, and those are some of the some of the great matches on tap for tomorrow night AEW Dynamite. So definitely fans, you don't want to miss that, sure. And you got upcoming. Uh, already set the matches for up, the upcoming. Next uh, WWE pay-per-view, uh, uh, WrestleMania Backlash. Uh, one of the matches that's uh, signed is uh, the rematch with Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes, which would be pretty solid indeed. And they're kind of teasing now a unification match for the, the Raw Tag Team Championship and the SmackDown Championships with uh, RK-Bro and Usos. So if that were to go down, that'd be pretty heavy, uh, pretty intense. Um, so, yeah. Lots to look forward to um, coming up in the wrestling world as well. But, uh, yeah, once again, uh, if you'd like to call in, 914-338-1885. And let's uh, talk wrestling, whatever you'd like to talk about. So for, let's try uh, Tor one more time and see if she's uh, going to reach her. Uh, Tor, are you, are you there? Hello? Well, I guess she's having a good time wherever she's at. <laughs> uh, but uh, we'll take another commercial break, and we'll come back. We'll take callers and talk more wrestling right here on In the Room. So stick with us.
Hey, this is a Total Package, Lex Luger, and you're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Since 2018, there's only been one program that brings you artists from around the world, both big and small, brings you the best in local talent, and hosts live events. Rock and Roll Union is all of that and more. With C.T. McManus, the lovely D, and new co-host Psycho Steve Preston, you're sure to get everything you need. So tune in Mondays at 6 p.m. for your one-stop shop for all things rock and roll. Rock and Roll Union, music worth fighting for. Check out In The Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with history. The voice of choice and killer can wrestling. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, VOCNation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Stiles of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here, you get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks, having started way back in 2010. VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included General Adnan, 
Nito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive free content includes past interviews with huge names like Doug Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. This is your amiga, Shelly from Cali. To let you know, you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOC Nation. Be there or be square. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Welcome back, everyone, to In the Room. Uh, Papa show here. Uh, feeling for Brady Hicks. Brady will be back next week. Uh, it's been, like I said, it's been Great so far tonight, uh, talking wrestling. Uh, we, we covered a lot thus far, and uh, uh, it's always a blast right here on uh, In The Room, as always. And uh, like I mentioned, Brady will be back next week. We'll be talking more with Brady about uh, his travels this week and so forth. Um, just want to go over real quick, uh, AEW Dark results for tonight. Uh, let's see here. Let's Get, get to the AW Dark results. Hang on one second. Trying to get there. <laughs> okay. Well, well, we'll get to it later, I guess. I'm having some technical difficulties here. But, um, yeah, a couple of matches that were announced. Uh, we, had, we talked about a few of them for earlier in the podcast for tomorrow's AEW Dynamite show. Um, which, uh, this is what the card will be looking like for tomorrow night, AEW Dynamite. Uh, Minoru Suzuki was a Samoa Joe for the ROH Television Championship. Um, we have uh, the tag team champions, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, taking on Red Dragon, uh, Bobby Fish, and Kyle O'Reilly for the uh, AEW World Tag Team Championship. Uh, Eddie Kingston, Santana and Ortiz taking on the Jericho Appreciation Society. 
Uh, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland taking on Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, MJF taking on Sean Dean, Captain Sean Dean, if you will. And then CM Punk taking on Penta Osuro. Uh, solid card for tomorrow night. Uh, and it's a great time to be a wrestling fan, for sure. So uh, check it out tomorrow at AW Dynamite. It should be a very interesting show, indeed, for that. Um, but, yeah, yeah, it's, it's been fun uh, in the room. Uh, thank you to Kathy, David, Patrick, and to Kevin and everybody. It's been a lot of fun. So forth. Uh, we'll be uh, so we'll be back next Tuesday. And don't forget WCW Retro this, uh, this Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on VOCNation.com. We'll be discussing what-if scenarios in wrestling. So if you have a favorite what-if scenario you'd like to share, please call in. And then Friday night, Strozone at midnight Eastern Standard Time on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Maestro. Which the Friday night feature will be the bat starting with the price. So please tune in for that. But uh, support us, uh, Pro Wrestling Tees, at prowrestlingtees.com slash VOC Nation. Get your favorite VOC Nation t-shirt. Show your support, vocnation.com. Um, and please support all the podcasts we got here on vocnation.com. Uh, we love uh, doing them for you, and uh, we got some, we got something for everybody right here on vocnation.com. So please uh, go to vocnation.com and keep on supporting us and all our great podcasts that we have for you. Um, but uh, thank you guys for your support. Much appreciated. Much love to everybody, the little listeners, and everyone that's called in. And uh, it's been it's been great. And with that, uh, we'll call it the evening for now. And uh, we'll be back next Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on com. So, guys, have a great night. And uh, we'll see you guys next next um, Tuesday right here in the room. So, uh Hope you guys uh, enjoy yourself, and in the meantime, you know, keep in touch, VOC Nation, and show your support. Much, much love, everybody. For sure. All right, me. I'm trying to do the send off here. <laughs> oh goodness. But yeah, yeah, Brady will be back next week, guys. So uh, definitely looking forward to um, having him back. But it's, it's been a blast. Yeah, it's been a blast. All right. Yeah, we're almost there. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Okie doke. Let's see. Oh, goodness. Okay. All right. Well, here we go. But th- thank you, guys. It's been cool. Have a good night. Take care. God bless. And we'll see you next Tuesday for In the Room.